Hey, what's good, everybody? It's me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, and you are listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Joining me back up here again is my co-host, Triple T, mm. Terrific Terrible Trav. Trav, how you doing today, bro? Hey, we here. We terrific and we terrible. You know, because it's it's like, you know, Trav is like two-faced. You never know what you're going to get from. That's sometimes right. you get the good, sometimes you get the bad. Most of the time, it's the bad. But sometimes when you get the good, you're just like, okay, Trav, like, I, I wish you was like this more often. Because it, it was a couple of things that, you know, me and Trav, we just recently watched the pay-per-view. And, uh, you know, Trav was saying a lot of stuff was terrible. And some people, they thought Trav was trolling. I said two things I, was terrible. Hey, no, I still hey, stand some, behind them statements. They thought Trav was trolling. I said, nah, he you being agreed for real. With me, I, I, I said, I'm with this guy every week. So I know, <laughs> I know when this guy is, is being honest and when he's trolling. But um, as you guys have probably heard, um, you know, D, he's not here with us again. He did come back. And him and Trav, they uh, recorded a video together. But, you know, that, uh, that flash ring on D's finger, it started blinking. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this time, uh, what? So anyway, he's been to space. He's been underwater. He's been to the volcano. This man, D, I never thought that he was going to do this. And I hope that he doesn't mess anything up. But D had to travel back in time. And, mm -hmm. you know, he's been keeping up with us. And he's trying to get back to the future. So hopefully he'll get back here one day. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it goes. <laughs> I'm leveling it's a, up. It's going to be called uh, Leveling Up with Rebellious D. That's what's going to happen. But, um, but yeah, Trav, hey, you know, one thing that Trav always does whenever we interview somebody, he always hypes up a company, a company that he loves with mm -hmm. every voice actor that we interview. And it goes by four letters. N-Y-A-V Post. And so, Trav, I'll let you uh, do the introduction right here, my good friend. Well, first off, we need a new YMCA song with N-Y-A-V Post. So I'm going to get that in motion, you know, as soon as we wrap this thing up. But, of course, man, I got ADR director, uh, voiceover recordist, Austin Tyler. He has worked on a very famous series that we really liked, Vampire in the Garden. You catch it on Netflix He's worked on Katara Lives Here Alone, I believe is what it's called, right? Yep. And, of course, he's got a new movie coming out, The Deer King, coming out July 13th, my birthday, in theaters nationwide. That's right. That's right. So before we give him a call, please make sure that you rate and subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please give us those good reviews because those good reviews go such a long way. I know you can't give us a review on Spotify, but you can subscribe to us up there. That's right. Sounds like but, but on Apple Podcasts, give us that review. Let us know that you're listening to us. You know, like, hey, we take critiques. You know, let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. So that way we can get better at it if you don't like something. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the only way that you can level up. Am I right? And that's the name of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Another thing is we got Superstar Anime coming up. It is coming to the Virginia Beach Convention Center, August 13th and 14th. And your boys will be there. And if you're going to be there, come up to our table. You know, come up in costumes. We'll interview you if you're in cosplay and whatnot. Or just come and stop by to say hi and tell us that you mm -hmm. love us. And then the last thing I want to say is here is a word from our sponsors. Golden Eat Tattoo. You can find them at 3109 Airline Boulevard, Portsmouth, Virginia for all your nerd-related tattoos. Leading the area, that is Miss Denise and her team. If you call over there and you mention Leveling Up Banks, 
you get 10% off your tattoo. That number is going to be 757-465-1010. Call them today. So joining us today, we got a special guest, you know, Trav. He Trav has been on a roll. He's been sliding mm. in DMs, and he has been getting people to come up here and join us on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. And that is ADR editor, Austin Tyler. Austin, how are you doing today, man? Uh, we're doing real good, man. Chilling. Loving the vibe y'all are putting out, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, you're well, hey. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. We love to have good times up here. And Austin, first question that we ask all of our guests up here on, uh, I was about to say, who's that cosplayer? That's another thing. <laughs> but uh, on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks is, what is your origin story? Every hero or villain has one. So tell everybody who you are. Uh, all right. So kind of how I got into audio. Um, I went to Full Sail University in Orlando, grew up in Florida. Hi, same here. Okay. Full Sail. What, what year? Recording arts? Uh, 2017. Okay, I, I graduated in t- 2010, so uh, a little bit in front of, of you. Yeah, yeah, all right, cool. Well, I, yeah, always, always good to see another alumni, man. They're, they pop right, up everywhere, yeah. dude. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, never know. no, uh, they do all that marketing, man. And I, I saw the commercial, and it looked dope, and I went toward the campus, and, um, you know, they just had all the gear that you could ever imagine. And, uh, you know, so I took the recording arts program up there, then uh, did the internship at the school on their dub stage, like mixing the student films and cutting ADR and sound effects and all that. And uh, while I was uh, interning at the school, I just met a lot of alumni, you know, who are already in the industry and uh, ended up getting an internship set up out in L.A. while I was still in Orlando at a movie studio, uh, Sonic Magic. Uh, it's not around anymore, but I uh, went out there and, uh, you know, it, it was it was crazy back then because uh, they have you run around the city with hard drives and stuff, you know, when you're intern. It's not like now where there's we transfer everything, you know, like uh-huh. I was I was <laughs> we transferring all over the city. So that's kind of how I got to know L.A. Um, and uh, just went out there and uh, it, it's a long, hard road to get into the audio industry, man. Like there's you got to really stick to it. Like I didn't get my first like paying audio gig till like 2014. Uh, so it took about four years to really like, you know, kind of get going in there. Uh, but, you know, it's it's uh, it's been an experience. You know, I got on at Age of Learning over there, which is like an e-learning company and uh, started doing all their recording sessions. Well, not all of them, but a good portion of them. So that's where I got to meet um, a lot of the voiceover people that I, you know, kind of you know work with all the time nowadays and hook you up. Uh, and uh, kind of just kind of stepped into the voice directing role after a couple of years there. And, uh, you know, doing casting and recording and handling all that stuff. And uh, and eventually uh, they downsized our team. So I switched to like a freelance audio engineer role. And that's kind of where I've been working on a lot of this anime stuff lately. Thanks to Stephanie Shea hooking me up over at NYAB Post. Mm-hmm. Love that studio. And, uh, you know, just, just working at it, man. So first question that I want to ask you, I have two questions, but I want to ask this one first. You said, you know, before you had started getting your gigs and whatnot, like the process was hard. And we interview a lot of voice actors and actors up here. And, you know, we hear the stories of, you know, they have to do commercials or maybe even do like some phone voiceover work for telephones and whatnot. Like, what is the difference between that and like, you know, getting into audio? Like, what makes it so much harder to try and get a gig there? You know, it's just, uh, there's a lot of competition, you know, there's, there's so many people that are trying to get into the industry and, um, and, you know, I came out in 2010, so it was kind of like right after 08 when the, the economy was kind of suffering Yeah. and, uh, I don't think there's many projects and people doing their own projects and that kind of thing. Um, 
and uh you know there there's always like the studio that wants you to like work for free you know yeah. it's like, uh, like I, 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 I interned for two months full-time 40 50 hours a week for free it's like eventually you're like well i'm gonna have to go wait some tables to kind of make <laughs> up for this you know um it's just a grind out in la man a lot of competition and uh you know and there's so many like uh little groups and societies and guilds and that kind of thing um, yeah. you can go and network at and uh you know i got i even got my first audio gig um it was like a full-size alumni mixer um or i went to the mixer and met somebody who mentioned that age of learning was hiring an audio engineer and they gave me a reference and then i got the job so you know it's just uh you just got to go and try to meet people and get out there man which is even harder nowadays with everybody going remote and you know protocols yeah. and people don't want to be sick you know it's it's, it's hard yeah you know to piggyback off of something that you had said where it's just like you know you know people want you to work for free and whatnot i mean like that's the same thing in the wrestling business i'm a professional wrestler and you know there's a lot of promotions where it's like they'll want you to drive eight to 20 hours to come and wrestle for free and then they'll like we say in the wrestling business they'll give you a hot dog and a handshake say thanks for coming <laughs> you know we'll uh, we'll be in touch and it's just like when, when you're first starting out in the business it's just like you want to take those opportunities because it's just like you're young nobody really knows who you are and whatnot and you have to kind of establish yourself but then it's like after a while it's like you have to eventually know your worth and like okay i know what i can do mm. and hopefully you meet the right people you always stay humble like you're saying networking with people and then then you get those golden opportunities where it's just like okay this is my chance and i got to make something out of it because if not then i'm going to still be where i'm at oh my god i'm recording thank you <laughs> i might have that too at some point <laughs> usually i'm here usually i'm here at the house by myself but i have family visiting in town and i i forget to lock the door so uh, yeah that was grandma hi grandma hi grandma <laughs> granny um but no, but like I was just saying, it's just like, you know, you got to take those opportunities and just roll yeah. with them. It's like uh, sink or swim, you know? Mm -hmm. yep, yep. Yeah. And I think, you know, even though on our podcast, we don't really, we don't cover music on here. It just kind of is what it is. That's not really the realm of things that we do. But I come from the music background of Full Sail. That's when, that's where I went and got mm -hmm. my degree in is, you know, sound recording and music engineering and I can just see, man, there's so many differences. Like, there's a lot of similarities between what you guys do over there in film and TV and radio. And then over here, when it comes to, like, making music, there's, like, so many differences. So it's not like – it's hard to transition from one to the other. I don't know if you've ever worked in the music field at all as far as mixing actual records more so than just voiceover stuff or – yeah, no, um, I've never really been um, musically inclined, I guess mm -hmm. you'd say. Um, so I've been all on like the, you know, the audio post, uh, you know, voiceover side. Um, and uh, no, big respect, man, like music is so complicated and there's so much uh, to put into it. You know, like if I get a music session in Pro Tools, like I'm, I'm, I'm a little lost, but like I can, mm -hmm. you know, I can do a whole movie, you know, in a session. So you know, it is a lot very different, but, uh, you know, I, I big respect for the, for the music side, for sure. I, I was going to say, that's how I feel, because, and I don't want to nerd out too much, you know, and all this stuff. But when I get a <laughs> session with video in it and for my Pro Tools rack, I'm like, all right, bro, that's a whole separate thing. I'm not used to having that. And I'm, a, I'm an organizer, so I got, you know, 
my drums grouped as one color, my guitars grouped as another color, my synths, you know, my vocal, yeah. my lead vocals, my background vocals. There are I like my color coded and organized. So when I get sent stuff like that and it's confusing i'm like yeah it's a whole different it's a whole different realm. yeah yeah whole different realm. i'm working on a time code instead of you know bars and beats yeah yeah i don't know nothing about that time code <laughs> <laughs> i work in bpms that's what yeah, i work yeah. in yeah, I, yeah. I wish i knew what you guys were talking about i feel like the guy is just sitting in the room and i'm just like yeah uh, yeah pro tools <laughs> right so are are you doing a lot of like uh actual producing so you're coming in there and you're it's you working one-on-one with the voice actor uh in the past when i was at age of learning i was the voiceover director and the mm-hmm. engineer like it would just be like me and the actor you know for two hours you know a lot right. of times that you know they have the engineer and the voiceover director but i just kind of slid into the same role since i already knew all the actors from recording them so many times and uh you know i could just do it all so uh, I did that for about five years over there. Uh, I've been doing a little bit of voice directing and recording for video games lately, uh, trying to get back into that. But um, for the anime side, I've just been doing the recording and editing, which, uh, you know, it, it's fun, man. Like, uh, you get all these. I mean, you, I see the you've had the actors come in here. They're great people, oh, yeah. man. They're, they're yeah. so fun to work with. And, uh, you know, it's just a blessing to be able to, you know, work on these projects and just have a good time, you know, as a living. And, uh, you know, the voice actors always bring great energy and there's the, the coolest crowd, man. It's, it's a great community for sure. Yeah. Everybody's very positive and supportive of each other. And, you know, they want to, you know, see each other grow. And there's so many, you know, animes and cartoons out there now compared to when we were younger. And there's yeah. so many digital platforms where you can watch this stuff at. So it's just so much content out there for, uh, you know, people to get work. And at the end of the day, that's what we're all trying to do. We're trying to make money and make new friends and whatnot. So, you know, staying on the voiceover uh, side of things, I wanted to ask you when it comes to anime and when it comes to like live action movies and whatnot, what is the difference? Is it, is it harder or easier to, you know, do the editing for one? Um, yeah, uh, I, I only did one live action movie where I, I spotted and edited the ADR at the that studio I was interning at way back in the day. Um, and that's tricky because, uh, you know, it's just like an actual mouth as opposed, as opposed to like a cartoon mouth. You know, you just mm-hmm. got to match the flaps. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, you get kind of used to it. Like uh, they kind of just threw me into the recording like straight away at NYAB. I just kind of like, you know, I've done a little dubbing, but it was on a whole different scale before. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, there's a little bit of a learning curve, uh, to, you know, with the lingo and, uh, you know, just getting used to the flow of things. But, um, uh, it, 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 once you get going and you have a good director and a good adaptation, like, it's just like the best feeling when like, you you see this like long line you're like, oh man, this is a long line. I don't know if it's going to match the flaps. And then like, they just, they just hit the little pauses at the exact right times and it just fits just miraculously. Like, it's just like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the best. Awesome. That's awesome. It gets tricky. Uh, so that leads me to ask you two questions. One being, when you have situations like that, are y'all doing any any sort of stretching with the vocals or no? Yeah, yeah, no. We definitely, um, you know, you can pinch it or stretch it if it's just, you know, just a hair. Um, you always, but, you know, that on my end, I have to watch out, um, you know, because it can mess up the audio if you do it Oh, too yeah, much. for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, sometimes you watch it and you're like, oh, there's an extra flap on the end. And so the director's got to, like, rewrite the line real quick. 
Um, and, uh, you know, we've worked with a, a lot of really cool people at NYAB. Fran is awesome over there. Uh, Laura Stahl, she's great to work with. Yeah. Um, and uh, Stephanie Shea, of course. And uh, let's see, Kyle with, on Vampire in the Garden. That was awesome. Yeah, you know, I was about to bring up Vampire in the Garden as the next thing because, uh, you know, one of our good friends and uh, voiceover uh, actor, Connor Fogarty, he was on Vampire in the Garden. We've interviewed him up here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. You can either listen to the episode on podcast or you can watch the video up here on YouTube. And that was one of the latest projects that you've done. And we really enjoyed it. So how was it working on that show? Uh, it was great. The The cast was amazing. Like, mm-hmm. Santi, Larissa, Connor. Like, Connor is just a great dude. Like, like any time, like, oh, yeah, Connor awesome. session is going to be fun. Um it, it was great. And, you know, like Xanthi, um, you know, she did the main part. Um, yeah. it, she just, we would just be having like a conversation, like, you know, just joking, like, oh, what you doing today? Da, da, da. The next thing you know, like the line's like, okay, now you need to cry and scream. And she just nail it. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, uh, and Larissa is always great to work with. Um, I've been doing a lot of video game work with her. Um, she's just a wonderful person, super nice. Um, and uh, and then I really liked the whole show, too, like just how it all came together. Um, yeah. And it was, uh, you know, I recorded probably 90 percent of it and edited the entire season. So uh, like uh, it was like my baby, you know, it was my first like Netflix project that like, you know, I did all this mostly. Right, you right. Know? Yeah. I mean, not all of it. But, I mean, the actors did the most of the work, but uh, Which all came the together technical team, side. Though. But yeah. what y'all do is so crucial. I yeah. mean, you know, being being a mix engineer in music. I mean, hey, anybody that works in that industry will tell you we're not saying me personally, but we're the guys that make the artist sound good. I mean, it yeah. just do it every it Tuesday, Trav. Do yeah. it every Tuesday. That's right. <laughs> so, th- so let me ask you where where does your job end? You know, as far as you putting it together, like what part are you seeing when they bring in the score? Are you not privy to the score, or do you get the score and you're moving it in? What what? What's all involved uh, in that? So um, by the time we get it for the dub, like uh, it, it's already been mixed, like but with you know the original uh, vocals in there. So um, when you're recording, you know you'll watch the line in Japanese, um, and you know it'll have the music and everything in there. Mm-hmm. And then you record, you know, after they get an idea of the timing and everything. Uh, and for me, um, I just uh, record and edit the VO, and then um, get the whole session ready and hand it over to the mixer who, um, you know, then, you know, add effects on vocals and, you mm-hmm. know, do the levels with the music and sound effects, all that good stuff. So you're not doing any sort of delays and reverbs or anything? Uh, in your not, session? Yeah, not my side. That, um, gotcha. We're handing off, uh, handing off to the mixer for that, which um, okay. it, it's mixing is like a whole other thing, man. I, I just like working in the voices of voiceover, man. It's a little more fun for me, a little less tedious, I guess, you know. So, but, you know... Well, oh, Go ahead, Trav. No, nah, yeah, Banks, I got I just got to ask this one hey, question go ahead, real go quick. Ahead. So <laughs> when when you're coming in to work on this new project, like for me, when I'm coming into a new recording section session, I already got my rig set up specifically for that kind of artist, what kind of music they do, what kind of sends I'm going to need in my session. So when you get that from them, what do you have before you even start recording? Is it already time coded for you or do you have to set up the time code? Yeah, so you, you got to build the Pro Tools session, um, you know, in the video, I have the time code on there, then you just, um, you know, build it. And then um, for every line, you got to add like beeps. So, mm-hmm. you yep. know, like, like, doot, doot, doot. So you're adding the, the beeps. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. So um, you got to build it and then add all that. That takes a little bit. I usually just, you know, put on some music and so they're copy and pasting beeps all over a Pro Tools session. Um, and then uh, they're all remote at NYAV. Like mm -hmm. almost all of the all the talent is coming in from their home rigs um, and they have, you know, they know how to build them. Like they sound good. And uh, we use this uh, software called Connection Open to bring okay. it into Pro Tools. Yeah, I was um, going to ask you like, if you were using that or Source Connect or. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael over at NYAV likes Connection Open, and it's okay. it's great. It's lossless audio, and uh, as long as it, you got a good connection, it's it's uh, right. works really well. Yeah. And uh, so you bring the talent talent in on that. The director a lot of times will be on Skype, so then you got to use another plugin, Source Nexus, mm -hmm. to route the that audio back and forth, yeah. so everybody can hear each other. And so, uh, then, you know, you just go from <laughs> that's, there. That's why I'm laughing. Uh, Banks wasn't privy to this, but when you asked me about using Nexus and routing it into the Pro Tools session, I was like, nah, it's not, it's not that deep over here. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> not going yeah. at him. But I know what that's like having to do that sort of stuff, especially when you got a musician that's not, let's say they got to lay down something for you, but they're not in your area because they're out on tour or something. Yeah. You know, you got to make these things kind of happen like that. They'll find a studio to go into. And, you know, you set it up. Yep, yep. So something I wanted to piggyback off of was something that you had said earlier about how because of the way that the world is now and a lot more people are doing stuff from home instead of coming into studios. Like, how did you, you know, transition into that from, you know, because you said it was harder to do everything because everything's remotely. Like, how did you get better at it? Well, how was it at first? And then, like, what is the difference now since we've been, you know, in this pandemic for a few years now? Yeah. Um, so I kind of had to figure out my own workflow for that at Age of Learning uh, when I was still there. Um, and I was using Source Connect Now, um, which is uh, it's kind of it's a free like browser plugin you can use to record with um, and like use a Nexus to record like that. Um, and uh, I had to help several, uh, you know, VO actors, you know, kind of get their home rigs together, you know, tell them what equipment they needed, you know, tell them, you know, you need to put up some blankets, you know, cover anything that's, you know, slick. Yeah. Um, uh, so I helped, uh, you know, I kind of had to help several kids, but then there was others that, you know, they were just already ready, you know, like they were already been recording home for a long time. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was, it was a process for sure. And then, uh, you know, once I left Age of Learning, uh, I just hit up Stephanie Shea, who I used to cast um, into things at Age of Learning. I was like, y'all got any work? Just let me know. And uh, then they already had like their full like remote setup. Uh, like, you know, she's she's so uh, like well known in the industry and awesome to work with. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, we, we find the artists who's got the good home rigs and help them if they need it and uh, get them to download Connection Open. And uh, then we rock with it <laughs> from there. So, you know, I want to pass the ball to Trav because one of the things that he always says, like whenever we interview a voice actor that has, you know, worked with you guys at uh, NYAV Post, Trav always says what, Trav? They're the best dubbing company out right now. <laughs> always says that. So, yeah, Trav, I pass the ball to you for the next oh, question. It's true. And that's what you've been preaching this whole time here. It starts at the top with Stephanie and Michael. And it trickles all the way down to they just know who to put in place from the ADR guy to the mixer guy to who they're casting. They know who to put in place at all times. I've never seen anything come from them that was subpar. It's always top notch 
top notch. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and, um, there's another project that's going to be coming out um, sometime. I don't even know, uh, but uh, you know, I just got to meet so many cool people, so many cool mm. voiceover actors. And I was just thankful for the opportunity that they brought me over, and uh, like, yeah, they're they're awesome people, you know. And the the dubs come out great, you know. It's a good team. Random yeah. question. So, do you got to sign NDAs too as a behind the scenes guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you so know, what, we, don't, we don't got that in music. <laughs> we ain't got to sign no. <laughs> so, what have been some of your favorite uh, projects that have come out from NYAV Post? Uh, so, Kotaro lives alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys watched that one, but that uh, that's yep. a great show. I had a great time working with that. Um, Share me and uh, Jennifer Losey, um, You know, voice directed and Share me played the main part. Uh, it was just uh, such a cool story, man. And, uh, you know, uh, they were so great to work with. And then that was my first like Netflix movie or show that I worked on. So, you know, that was like a big thing for me. And then, um, you know, Vampire in the Garden, again, was going to be my number two there because, uh, you know, uh, I recorded almost the entire thing and edited the whole thing. So, uh, to see that go out was really cool. And uh, for some reason, like they didn't put the sound team credits on Kotaro, but they put them on Vampire in the Garden. So I got to see my name on there. So, hey, know. that's always an uh, awesome <laughs> feeling, man. Because this is like, you know, you work on a project and, oh, absolutely. and you, you know, you want to see your name in the credits, you know. Uh, and I, I totally yeah, understand yeah. that because it's like you don't want to feel like you're getting snubbed. Just it's kind of like a, it's, it's a dumb reference. TV. It's a dumb reference, but just like in the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, I re- I'll always remember at the end of the movie where they shot the fireworks and it said, thank you, Power Rangers. And Volcus Cole was just like, thank you, Power Rangers. It said, yeah, thank you, Volcus right, yeah. Cole. We, we helped just as much. Yeah, so, yeah, no, yeah. I, I totally uh, understand that. So now the next question that I have for you, because you work with like so many voice actors and whatnot, have you ever thought about lending your voice to something on an animated cartoon? Um, Video game? Yeah, uh, I, I, I did a little bit um, when I was age of learning. Actually, um, if you go on the the app ABC Mouse, if you've got young kids. Uh, uh, the, my kids had ABC Mouse when they, yeah. they were super young, yeah. Yeah, well, that's that and the app Adventure Academy. Like, I did, like, the casting and directing for, like, five years and all that kind of that's stuff. That's crazy. Uh, but there's a game called um, Farm Bridge Numbers. <laughs> and uh and my son and i uh narrate the game together like he did right, the that's awesome. and i did the like the farmer you know put on my i'm from florida so i can put on a little southern drawl on there uh-huh. you know? <laughs> uh, how so old was a, he at the time uh eight i guess okay so that. he was still a kid doing yeah yeah eight nine some i think he was nine yeah that was like two years ago but uh, yeah, so that, that was always something I always thought it was pretty cool. You know, so we worked on a game together and I've done a couple of just random things over there. But, um, you know, I, I've heard I have good uh, texture in my voice. But uh, after being around all these like amazing actors, I think I'm a little like, OK, you guys really know how to do this. You know, <laughs> now, I, I think you got a great voice and yeah, you know, obviously you're not using a, an extravagant setup right now. But I can just tell, you know, it, yeah. it trapped at the ear. You know, if you were recording, <laughs> you know, I think it'd come out good. That's one yeah. thing we always tell Connor is, man, he's just got, he don't look like his voice. It's so powerful. He has range. He, has, <laughs> he, has, he, has, he was range. perfect for Kubo, too, man. He oh, yeah. absolutely. I, t- I told him, because, like, when I first heard him talking, I thought it was Matthew Mercer at first. And I was just like, oh, no, that's Connor. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he definitely has range, man. But, uh, 
I definitely want to get this in before we end up wrapping it up. So, you know, we already talked about some of the two projects that you did at NYV Post so far. But now, you know, coming out on my birthday, you got the Deer King coming out. Yep, yep. Um, finally, after a little over a year, it came out over there in Japan, finally giving it over here to the States. So how long ago did you work on that? And how excited are you to be? This is your first project in an actual nationwide release, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to get to that. Um, but it's coming out in you know, 16 days or whatever. Nice. Um, so yeah, no, I'm really excited. I uh, worked on that last year, uh, you know, kind of hopped on the end there um, as they were, I think they had done a lot of it already before I um, hopped on there. But uh, I don't know, I think I might be on the credits. Uh, you know, I, I put my name in there. So that'd be really cool if uh, I'm going to go see it in theater, see if, see if I All pop right, up. I'll, I'll look know. for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, um, no, they're just so thankful to be able to be a part of the project. And um you know, it's just uh, something that I would do as a hobby, but like, you know, I can kind of make a career out of it, you know, working on these great people. So very excited. Thanks for bringing it up. Man. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So no, my, for, oh, go ahead, Trev. I was going to just say my final question real quick before I hand it over to you, Banks, is uh, so what's next for you? Like, are you, is this kind of your lane for right now? Do you have anything else that you kind of want to get into else or what are you thinking right now? Yeah, no, um, really just like all things voiceover is what I like really enjoy doing. Um, so, you know, I started an LLC doing the freelance thing. Um, I've been getting some gigs doing voice directing on some video games like mobile stuff and, uh, you know, just trying to find some more studios and cool projects to work on with cool people. I think, uh, you know, this has kind of been the big journey, you know, being in the freelance world is a whole nother thing. But, uh, you know, it's been great and I'm just going to keep trying to grow the business and, uh, you know, meet new uh, studios that need voiceover work and hop in there where I can, you know. So question for you, when, you know, you're not doing editing and mixing music and voices and all that stuff, uh, what are some of your hobbies that you're into? What do you like to do? Yeah, uh, well, I got two boys. Uh, they're seven and 11, so they, they keep me busy. You know, we uh, walk the dog every day and take them to trampoline parks. And, uh, you know, I cook a lot, so I try to cook healthy dinners and do all that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm up in Boise, Idaho. And uh, so, you know, we got some space out here. I've been doing some gardening. Uh, you know, I got my rose bushes and all that kind of stuff going on. That's crazy. I, I never, I never would have thought you were all the way in Idaho. Yeah, yeah. No, I came up here March 2020. And, uh, you know, so it's all remote work for me. Like there's, um, there's a couple of little studios out here, but, um, as far as like big productions, you know, I'm, I'm always trying to got to do the remote route. So we got fiber getting put in out here mm-hmm. so I get set up on that, which is crazy. Cause a lot of like the voice actors I know in like Burbank, like they can't get fiber, you know, at their place. Yeah, we don't have it out here. Or at least I know, I don't know if Banks has it in Norfolk, but out here in Chesapeake, I don't have fiber optics neither. It's yeah. just. I'm, I'm out here in Idaho and I'm getting it set up. So I'm like, all right, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so what are, uh, what are some of your favorite meals that you like to cook? Oh man. Um, you know, uh, I grill like grilling salmon or, um, you know, I used to be like a kitchen manager in Outback Steakhouse. So I like grilling steaks and like veggie skewers. And all I used to work in the kitchen myself, you know, so I, yes. I understand. Okay. I'm somewhat of a chef myself. <laughs> oh, I wasn't a chef. I was, a uh, I was the dishwasher and, uh, dishwasher. D, somewhat of but, a washer myself. Yeah. But when, but when D, uh, <laughs> cause we worked together at a place and, uh, he ended up becoming a cook at, uh, what was it? Like? Uno's. So mm. yeah. No. The pizza place. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the okay. Chicago. I think it's closed uh, down now, ain't it? 
No, no, no. They still got some I, open. Oh, they still open? I yeah, want to say there's one in Pasadena when I lived out there. They got some good pizza. I mean, if, if you yeah. want good, authentic, deep dish pizza, you know you got to go to Chicago. But, you know, yeah. who knows? They they get the job done if it's okay. what you need. You know? <laughs> what you yeah, need, yeah, what yeah. you get. Get the job uh-huh. done. So if D was here, D has his final questions that he loves sure. to ask all of our guests. It's two questions. Trav, I'll ask the first one, and then you can ask the second one. The first question is, what is your favorite 80s or 90s movie, or both? Um, I'd say uh, probably the Halloween series, man. Like mm-hmm. Halloween 1 and 2, I freaking love those movies. Definitely. Are you a fan of 3 season of the Witch? Yeah, I wanted to ask that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, think I, was, I think I watched that one once. Okay. I love season of yeah. the Witch. Really? I, if you I just remove like it you, from that. Yeah. I think, I, I think maybe I should go back. You yes, should. Uh, it's really good. Because if you if you watched it when you were younger, you were probably just like, ah, where's Michael Myers at? Yeah, but yeah, if you yeah, watch yeah. it, <laughs> if you watch it now, you just like it's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about what about 90s? 90s, uh, probably like Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, like some oh. goofy comedies like that. Oh, I'm somewhat think, of an Adam Sandler guy myself. <laughs> yeah, the early days. I remember yeah, the early days. Like, yeah. like every night, just being goofy, you know. Did you like Hubie <laughs> Halloween? Uh, which one? Hubie Halloween. It came out two years ago. Yeah, I I didn't catch that one. I'm do catch it. It's good. Yeah. It's, it's a lot it's of throw, It's a lot of it's got, Yeah, it's got Ben Stiller from Happy Gilmore. Okay. And there he's got a lot of classic characters that come in, and then he's got this thermos that. It's like a utility belt thermos. This thing oh, does yeah, anything yeah, yeah. that he needs it to do throughout the movie. It it's, magically yeah. does. It's yeah. so funny. You need a flashlight. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'll say because I love Adam Sandler, but uh, you know, a lot of the movies have been hit or miss, especially like yeah. the two thousands movies. And you know, since we're here, I know you said uh, Happy Gilmore. If you had to give me top three Adam Sandler movies of all time, what would they be? Um, probably Happy Gilmore. Billy Madison and then um, the Water Boy. Hey, nice Water choices, Boy. nice choices yeah. right there. All right, <laughs> thank you. I mean, because I mean, that's what I was. I mean, no, like, for I sure, just, Adam Sandler's my daughter's favorite actor as of now. You know, that's her. Yeah. F- that's her guy. I would see for me. I would say Water Boy, uh, Happy Gilmore, and Click because I thought Click, like Click was the and first Click's Adam great. Sandler movie that made me cry. That was the first one. But uh, but Trav, yeah. go ahead and ask the final question. Yeah, so, uh, you know, you kind of gave a little bit of a spoiler away, but, hey, at least now we know you're in a horror, so mm-hmm. is there anything as a kid coming up that scared you, spooked you, stuck with you that you still think about to this day? Something creepy-crawly, maybe grandma had a weird doll that would scare you, you know, some tree shadows. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember as a kid, the thing that scared me the most was Pet cemetery. When it was like the little, the little demon child under the bed cutting Ooh. the guy's Achilles, man. Yeah, I would yeah. be looking under my bed like there ain't no <laughs> demon baby down there. And uh, the movie Fire in the Sky. Was like, oh, I that's such, you, nobody knows about this movie. It's Dude, so that movie good. was when Based I thought on it was a, a true kid, story. Like, uh, that, that, that freaked me out as a kid. I'd be looking at my window, looking under the bed. Like, you know. Well, you out, in, you out in Boise. So, yeah. I mean, for you, that could happen. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, when you said Pet Cemetery, I hadn't seen the first one. My first uh, Pet Cemetery was the second one. And. I just always remember like when uh stepdad came back to life and 
Uh, mm-hmm. When he started sleeping with the mom, like when they got to that part of the movie, I left my friend's house because like they were just watching it like it was nothing. But yo, like that's not cool. That's not yeah. cool, man. <laughs> I was I was in the third grade when I watched that movie, and that movie gave me nightmares all the way until I was in middle school. Cause I I don't know, like I just had nightmares about it because I always feared that he was gonna show up at my house and try to kill me. But I can watch the movie now, but Back then, I couldn't do it. So yeah, I, yeah. I totally understand. And then when I did finally watch the first Pet Cemetery, just like you, the, uh, the baby, like it was, it was scary. Now, all right. <laughs> since we talk about Pet Cemetery, how did you feel about the remake? If you, no, if you've I, seen it, I didn't see it actually. It's really good, uh, man. Watch it? Yeah, it's say. really good. It's okay, really I got good. some good movies out of y'all. I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, that's what we do here. We recommend stuff. And uh, you know, now we're here at the end of the interview. And Austin, thank you so much for joining us. You were mm-hmm. awesome. And uh, before we let you go, let everybody in social media land know where they can find you at. Uh, yeah, it's AR Tyler Two on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you know, I've been a little more active on Twitter lately, just because all the voiceover people that's like they're all over it. So like, I've been hopped in. I usually don't post that much, but uh, you know, hit me up. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Trav, man, you know, I know we always I always say guys, but it's just me and you right now because D he's still D's out there. Still saving out there. The, he's still out there, man. You Thank know, usually, God, man. Usually he's back. I mean, well, now hold on, hold on, hold on. He joined you when y'all did the Nintendo Direct video. Then he left again. Like this man, uh, hey, he's like the Flash. Who else gonna save the day? Yeah, he's like the Flash, bro. You know, he he gets (laughs) this. And we ain't talking about. uh, We know we are talking about the CW Flash. That's that's who D is. We're not talking about the uh, DC Extended Universe Flash. We talking about the CW Flash, but. Yeah, man. Yo, Austin was an awesome guest. Everybody that listened to this new episode, please go and follow him on all of his social media mm-hmm. accounts. You know, hit him up and be like, hey, I heard your interview. I thought it was awesome and I wanted to follow you. And then, too, if you want to get into, you know, editing and mixing and whatnot, you know, pick his brain. Talk to him on Twitter. Like, Twitter is a easy place to, you know, talk with people, especially if this is a field that you want to get into. So, with that being said, Trav, let them know where they can find you at in social media land. That's right. You can find me on the Instagram at CK Audio. You can also find me on the Twitter at T-R-A-V-I-O-S-C-K, where I am also on Letterboxd ranking and rating my daily movie watches. And of course, you can always find our co-host D on the Instagram at rebellious D underscore. Oh, double underscore 23 at Instagram dot com. And if they looking for podcast number one hero, where the hell are they going to find him at? Hey, you can find me at Hero Benjamin Banks at King Benji underscore Banks on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Facebook at Benjamin Banks. I should be the first person to pop up. If not, then I need to contact Mr. Zuckerberg. Make sure that you follow all the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks social media accounts at Leveling Up Banks. That is on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We are so close to being at 1,000 subscribers. Mm-hmm. I tell you guys this every episode. Please subscribe to us. And I'm not saying it like how Goku was screaming at the people on Earth when he needed energy for the spirit bomb. And everybody was just like, nah, you know, we ain't gonna help him because that guy sounds mean and all that stuff. But, you know, hopefully one day, hopefully one day, we'll have our Hercule come up here on the podcast and he'll say, y'all need to go and subscribe to their YouTube. And then Trav, when Hercule comes up, who would be our Hercule? It'd probably have to be The Rock. I think The Rock would have to come up here. Dwayne Johnson would have to come up here and cut this awesome, badass promo and then after that, everybody be like, oh yeah, that's the rock. And then, bro, we would probably have like, we would probably have the millions and, and millions, millions of subscribers. And one day, 
in one day. So yeah, please subscribe to us on YouTube because it, it does help us. And we have a Patreon if you're feeling generous and would love to donate to us so that way we can keep these shoes on our feet and we can continue to kill water bugs. And speaking of God. water bugs, oh my God. Oh so last night, my God. Last night, I went downstairs to the basement to wash some clothes, right? And... I saw the water bug. It was on the it was on the top step. And stop I got call, three steps. First off, start calling in the basement. Hey, it doesn't know it is a basement. <laughs> I got it's a, it was a water bug. It was on the top step. I got three steps that go downstairs into the basement, right? And when I see it, I'm just like, okay, I can step on this thing and kill it, right? Tell me why as soon as I went to step my foot down, and I know you guys have seen those videos on TikTok and Instagram recently where it's just like the water bugs are singing uh, through the wire before uh-huh. they die. Try I know you've seen it. I, I know everybody's listening. Yeah, so as soon as I go to step on this thing, this thing hop off the top step and hop all the way to the bottom. And like when that water bug did that, I said, you know what? I'm not killing that thing. Even though I despise and hate water bugs with a passion, because I feel like they are going to climb inside our bodies and then take them over just like those small little aliens and men in black. Oh, I That's thought you were going to say the yurks and animorphs. Where they I mean, the yurks the too. The yurks too. You know what I'm saying? But it's like that thing hopped off the top. And I told my mom about it. My mom, she was like, uh, she said, well, you do know that they can fly. I said, nah, mom. This thing didn't fly. It hopped like it was Super Mario running from a giant boot that was trying to hop on it. So, uh, yes, we need shoes. Support us on Patreon. Thank you to our patrons who support us. If you see any water bugs, step on them fast, because if not, they're going to get inside your body. Keep that pinky up. Stay positive. We'll see you next time on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Peace. <laughs>